And I guess we're live. Hooray. Actually, I I don't even know if I've got audio going right now. I should probably check out my own stream. I'm so used to doing the rambling intro with my buddy TK. Uh, So this is this is a little off my normal um, our our normal feed. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to an episode of Best of Our Week, where normally two old guys will talk about technology and the best tech of their week. It's, it's a podcast. It's a very loose premise um, because really, while it's a show that you can watch and listen to, it's really just two old guys hanging out. Like, it's my, it's my time to catch up with one of my best friends and uh, share some stories and hang out with the chat. So, uh this is going to be a little different tonight. Uh, TK just got back from some travel and dude needs to get some rest. So he is whooped. We're giving him the night off. And I thought we would just kind of hang out. I, I still wanted to hold the block and, 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 you know, for anyone who was kind of catching up on live streams or anything, we're, we're gearing up for the holidays. It's the last day of November, which is absolutely blowing my mind that this year is proper almost over now because we're going to get into December and uh, I still wanted to hang out with folks, still wanted to have a good time, still wanted to chat. So it hopefully we'll, we'll still have some fun <laughs> hanging out. Um, Farhan, hey, what's up, Farhan? Oh, hello, it's pre-SGGQA. Just to kind of balance the forces of the universe, maybe TK can join me on Monday. And uh, we can have a fun joint show and just kind of hang out. Um, cause it's funny. I forgot that today was Thursday. My brain is Swiss cheese right now. It is, it is leaking like a sieve. I got through the afternoon and I was like, oh man, we should probably like put together a podcast or something. And I reached out to TK and he, he just, he sounds tired. So I wanted to make sure that he was, he was doing well, that he's uh, getting some time to recover. And, uh, I like, Oh, okay. Well, I'll set this up, and you know, I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm. We're, we're, we're starting this off. This is, this is a legit go for here. We're, we're gonna hang out with the Q and A and everything. But I immediately like miss talking to my friend. <laughs> it's like this is, this is my normal time to catch up with TK. <laughs> so Farhan, uh, you guys are getting a second dose of the SGGQA podcast where this, this, this week, the Monday show that I do was one of our pajama podcasts and it was a very casual kind of Q and a, we're, we're still just going to hang out. We're going to keep it nice and breezy, nice and easy. Vince Navoa. Hey Juan, I'm glad you still decided to hang out with us. Of course. I didn't want to miss, miss y'all. I like, again, it's the holiday season. We're spending some time with people we care about. And these kinds of streams are, are sort of online friendships. And those friendships are legit. Uh, Bionic Scoop saying, Hey, Hey, what's up, Scoop? Um, <laughs> Michael Corcoran saying, nice. Adam D, if I'd known you were fly- flying solo, you could have called me. I can put my pants back on. Adam, if you want to jump on, I'll send you a link. Um, is it, is it, isn't it crazy late where you are? Because I know we're West Coast folks. So I feel bad. Um, when we did the show and I was out in New York, it was like, man, this is late. <sighs> this is so 2000 and late. I'm tired. I won't go to bed. Um, but now that I'm back on the West Coast, it's like, this is totally normal. This is just sort of normal nightlife stuff to hang out and, and chat with folks. JGJ saying, yo, 
Michael Corcoran. It's SGG After Dark. Um, Simon says, Hypno saying, Happy Insomnia Time! <laughs> Adam D, screw it. Send me a link. Where do you want me to send you a link? I'll send you an invite. We'll do this. Heck yeah. Let me, I, I have copied the, so like, let me just drop it in the chat. <laughs> I don't even know what people are using anymore. I, I am so not on Twitter or that kind of social media now. Um, I have no idea where people converse anymore. So wherever you would like me to send that link, we can send that link. So in, in the grand tradition of an SGG QA uh, pajama podcast, we're going to let the chat kind of dictate where we end up going today. We can talk about a lot of stuff. I, I kind of felt like, you know, I don't want to just um, usurp the, uh, the podcast appearance I made recently with the folks over at Android Faithful. Um, if you want to listen to yet even more um, uh, tech commentary, uh, the folks over at Android Faithful had me and one of my other buddies, Tashaka Armstrong. We kind of kicked off their their holiday and their their sort of uh, tech wrap up for the year series of podcasts, and uh, it was a real slow news week. And I was like, I was really glad that I was there with Shaka, and because. Um, there wasn't a lot of like hard hitting breaking news to talk about. I mean, if this were an SGG QA, like one of the biggest stories of the week so far is that Apple's giving up on their modem business and they're going to announce they're giving up on trying to make their own 5G modem and they'll probably sign an agreement with Qualcomm. I I'm I think that that's like deep in the weeds business tech nerdy interesting to talk about. I'm not sure there's a lot of mileage on that. <laughs> That kind of a story. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, in in that week. Um, that that kind of yeah, the Qualcomm monopoly. Um, that kind of week, it's it's tough to it's tough to like kind of look at your newsfeed and go like, oh well, this is this is something that we need to spend a lot of time on. I feel like a lot of us are just kind of shell shocked. We're already kicking off into next year's phones, next year's devices. There's already a lot of sort of pre-hype building for our trade shows and stuff. And, uh, it, it, like, I, I feel the, the magical thing about the holidays is it's a nice time to reflect. It's a nice time to look back on the year. We put these sort of artificial deadlines throughout the year. Like, the end of the year is coming, and we need to do the end of the year things. But I don't want to lose sight of the fact that that can be a nice catharsis, or that can be a nice way to come together. It can be a way to reinforce a community, or to talk about things that you really care about. So, um, uh, yeah, Adam. It, I, I, if Adam is still putting his pants on, <laughs> just, like, let me know. Um, I, I guess I should also pull up what other... Uh, oh, there he is. All right, he's ready to rock. We'll, we'll send him a link right there. And we'll get one Mr. Adam Dowd to jump in, and uh, we can chat about that too. But one of the other things that I would like to talk about, it's the holiday season, and I love chatting about holiday films, holiday movies, maybe things that are a little less conventional, um, or just uh, things that uh, you like to watch and share that... Uh, need to connect their mic and camera before you can add them to the stream. Adam Dowd is setting up his mic and camera right now. Um, but the, the types of movies that maybe fly under someone's radar or, you know, that, that kind of content that 
you love to share you just think is really interesting uh simon says hypno the whiz box is a cracking little machine one i love this little whiz box I actually just pulled it out of the box again today to do a little work on another video project that I've got coming up. And uh, it's going to be a monster little home file server. So uh, let me bring in one Mr. Adam Dowd. Hello, good sir. I think my microphone is working. working. And it is. I can hear hear myself. Hooray! Adam! Hey, Happy holidays! Hey. It's been too long. It has, it has. I mean, we haven't. What was it? Uh, New York, right? New York. We saw each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 got a little actually in person FaceTime. I know which that like almost that, never like, happens. Almost never happens. It's so infrequent. I, I I have been terrible about actually traveling out to these events, and it felt real nice getting to catch up with people IRL. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. and fortunately, fortunately, I'm done traveling, I'm for, done the traveling year, for the year, but I believe <laughs> that's going to start up again in January. So, January. so we'll see. So we'll see. Yeah, we're getting a lot of those messages, getting a lot of those emails, and yeah. uh, I, I, I am now seventy or eighty percent somewhat assured that I probably won't be going to CES. This oh. Year. oh. You were teasing so us there. I, I, it was so close, and then I had a sponsor that dropped out, and they're like, you know, if I just get more recovery time in January, it's probably okay. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. I would like to, um, would like to um, send out an official out thank an official you to thank TK for TK being for too tired to come on tonight. Because this is great. And it's honestly, like, to catch up. Like, we're, we're getting a little, yeah. I saw your thing, saw on, threads, your thing on threads, and I'm like... And I'm like on a lark, I'm like, yeah, let's tune in, see what's going on. Because I mean, I'm I was getting ready for bed. It's 10:30 here, um, and so I'm just like, I watch your stream, and you're like, TK's not here. I'm like, opportunity. All right, we're getting a couple notes in chat that there's some echo coming off your side. I don't. I heard that too. I heard that too. Wait, I have a theory. I have a theory. Hang on. What's that? That's probably me. Uh, no, that's not it. Oh, wait, um, try that, try that, maybe? How about now? So, back, back that should be better. Mic. That should All be right. better. So, you sounded fine to me. I don't know if there was some other... Or, or like, however, StreamYard is routing all the audio because usually TK oh. sets all this up. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard it, too. I heard it, too. It was not bothering me. Like, I could power through it but power it was bothering it. other people nah, let's let's not yeah. but but whatever you did it seems it seems like it's all better now uh, simon says hypno says it's better um so i think i think we're all right so adam yeah wrapping up the year man d- i i, I, I want to throw this out here okay do you feel like we never really got a break this year like so, from tech through the summer, right into Techtober, into the holiday season, and now we're already looking at phones from for twenty twenty four. I feel like we got kind of ratcheted this year. Well, yeah, I mean, and especially so since you know, like I'm, I this is the first year that I've done like full time like freelance. Like other times, I was just like kind of anyway. This is the first time that I really had to like dive in and like I need a livable income off this freelancing thing, and so <laughs> right. um, you know I signed on with Forbes, I signed on with uh, Pocket Tactics, and you know between that those two and Slash Gear, yes, it has been extremely busy. I can 
I could count on the number of I could count on one hand the number of nights in November that I didn't like sit at my desk until like nine o'clock at night. So yeah. just because it's been it has been a bit of a grind. It's also been like professionally one of the best years of my life. So I mean, like That's I can't good. complain. I can't complain. You know, I went to um, you know uh, Snapdragon just recently. I went to um, mm-hmm. Unpacked in Korea, which was amazing. Um, you know, and I went to New York like f- six times this year. I don't even know. Uh, so like, yeah, it's been like professionally, it's been great. I've been hanging with people. I've been seeing people in person. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really been great in that respe- respect, but yeah, it's, it was a lot of travel and a lot of like just devices, like you said. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was just kind of an interesting vibe because there was a lot <laughs> of pressure I feel on this year Mm. as we were kind of crawling out and finding new patterns post global pandemic, a lot of our favorite tech brands did not seem well prepared for an industry that wasn't going to continue buying crazy amounts of technology because they were all locked up at home. I feel like that was a massive oversight of executive leadership, not thinking, (laughs) Hey, at some point line, isn't just going to keep going up the way that it's going right now. Well, and especially in 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 the journalism industry, my God, it has been yeah not it's been pretty. a rough year for a it lot. It has been of our, not pretty. Yeah, I don't know if you're on LinkedIn as much as I am, but good lord, Oof. like it's oh, it. I mean, it's it's like it seems like every day. Hey, everybody! I was affected by the layoffs, so I'm looking yeah. for work. Now, the good news is a lot of those people that I've seen post I've been affected by the layoffs have you know, announced a couple months later, hey, I'm starting a new position at yada, yada, yada. So yeah. that's great. But man, it's it's not pretty out there. Like I've seen a couple of people that are like, yeah, I think I'm just going to leave. And I'm just like, no, no, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's And, and yeah. also like I try to just limit my LinkedIn time because there's <laughs> only so much like, because there are people that I know that I'm actually friends with and some of them, I, I'm, I'm hoping for them that they find that position or they, they, they sign on or they, they get to find a new job or something like that. But yeah. then those little gems are kind of buried in this fog of hustle, grind, set, what I'm learning about business. And I'm doing, yeah. are you businessing? I'm businessing. We could right. all business and do the business. And that's all, like, you know, business never sleeps. And, we're, mm-hmm. and, and it's exhausting just paging through it. <laughs> It is. When? Um, but at the same time, a lot of job postings show up there. You know, a lot of people, you know, hey, we're hiring and, and whatnot. So, and I'm, 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 I've become something of a freelancer advocate, if you will. Like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I wax philosophical about freelancing on LinkedIn every now and then. Um, but also, <laughs> like, I'm a member of several different groups of, like, freelancers and just in general people that are looking for, like, full-time employment. So I get all these job listings, and I'm, like, spreading them all over the place. So uh, yeah. I feel it's, like, my, my civic duty to uh, to help. Yeah, it's nice to <laughs> kind of pay it forward. And yeah, I've turned in a few apps like... myself, if I'm, if I'm honest, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we've, we've all been in those positions where it's, like, you know, hey, if I hadn't gotten a little nudge or a little help here in this moment, like, my career or my life would have been completely Oh, my God, different. yeah. Oh, so Jesus. it's it's nice when you have that opportunity or you're like, oh, I know someone that I can send this to. I know I've got a good fit for something like that. Yep, exactly. So it, this exactly. is kind of the right time of year to, to, to be in that spirit, too. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I read somewhere that, um, you know, 
if anybody is looking right now, if anybody happens to be listening or watching right now, that is that is looking. Um, one thing that I read that makes a lot of sense is positions that are open right now are super important, like really yeah. super. Like we really want to fill these because otherwise they're going to put it off to a new quarter. They're going to put it off to a new fiscal yeah. year. They're not going to deal with like holiday scheduling and stuff like that. Like if they're actively posting right now, they really want people there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like this is a real good time to be filling out applications. So yeah, and and uh, and also from that corporate yeah. perspective, it's one of those things where sure they wanted to cut costs to help uh, stock price for a fiscal quarter, but then mm-hmm. the, for a lot of positions, it's also going to impact their budget for next year. Right. If they're not showing that they're adequately using those funds, well, then you don't need as much money next right. year, and it's no like one wants that. Of- so it's this. It's this completely insane dance. I remember from my government job days, like you'd get up to this certain day of the year and you're like, I guess we just need to buy a whole bunch of computers we don't need or else we'll have to account for less money next year. Let's start ripping up roads because we need to uh, we need to use that <laughs> yep. traffic budget. Uh, it's like uh, that episode of uh, Star Trek Voyager where the doctor got um, uh, stolen and uh, he goes to he goes to the <laughs> right. guy like the head doctor and says, "If we're not giving out this medication this month, next month they're gonna say we don't need as much." And he's like, "I like yeah. the way you." Th-. And then he you like think. starts giving it to everybody. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Oh, it's been going like, on. It'll hey, be going please. on in the twenty fourth century. <laughs> it's still it's it's always gonna be a thing. This like artificial idea of supply and demand. All those plebes, you know, you just dug this big hole. Time to fill it again, and the next year right. we'll start digging a new hole. So right. it's it's pretty rough. Yeah. So yeah. um, we're 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 coming to the end. Of the, I, I actually, I'd kind of like to to pick your brain on a, on a little techie stuff here. Hit me. Uh, we're we're closing out 2023, mm-hmm. and I was going to pitch this to the guys at to the folks at Android Faithful, okay. and uh, they they did cobble together a story. Uh, I mean, a, a show for Tuesday's podcast, but. I figure we could recycle that idea here. Hell yeah. I'm going to say let's do three of what we think were some of the most underrated tech products of the year. Ooh, okay. Okay. So I'm totally putting you on the spot because you, uh-huh. you volunteered to show up. I mean, you put your pants back on just to I join did. the show. I did. That, that I did was put my very... pants back on. That was admirable of you because I'm a I'm a from the waist up kind of guy. So you have no idea if I'm Donald ducking this right That's now. That's true. That's true. Um, but but again, it's like things that you you got a chance to use some some stuff that you got to play with, and throughout the course of the year, maybe it's something that you you didn't get to cover as much as you wanted to, or mm. you don't feel like it just got the reaction or the response that you thought it deserved. What would be some of some of the 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 tech products, gadgets, gizmos, or even apps that you man. felt, man, they just it 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 just didn't hit, and it totally should have hit. Um. Well, I don't know if this counts, but right, I'm gonna let's see. I'm gonna start. I'm off the grand saying, arbiter of counting. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by saying Qualcomm satellite. Uh, no, oh, Qualcomm that's satellite. A good one. Thank you. Yeah. Um, launched in July, uh, January, killed in October. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I mean, 
they took us all out to the desert and they sh- and like we all still had 5G in the desert but they're like you won't be able to get signal out here we're like yeah we kind of do and they're like no but we're going to send a text message okay i just did too but anyway sure. so long story short cool. you know you can you know you could send a text message <laughs> to anybody in the world from anywhere in the world and like one of the big things and one of the things that really stuck with me was they told us that 85% of the planet does not have signal, does not have cellular signal, mm-hmm. which makes sense because 70% of the planet is water. So, you know, yeah. you, you do that math, That's it kind of works out. But, like, if you could be in on a cruise ship in the middle of the Atlantic on your way to London and texting your mom saying, wish you were here, that's pretty powerful. And That's pretty cool. Seemingly, nobody wanted it. Like, because Qualcomm announced it, they said Q2 of, of uh, or not Q2, but like uh, H2, half the second half of 2023, mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing this. And so we went to Snapdragon Summit, and I'm like, "Where? where's the satellite? <laughs> and, and they're like, hey, we'll guys. get back to you. And then like two days later, they announced that it, nobody, nobody wanted it, basically. So, which is just sad. It really is. Yeah, and... And don't you feel like it was one of those things where I bet you consumers would have been reassured that they had products that they, that could use it. It was the middle step. Qualcomm makes no device that they could just put it in. Yeah. So it's yeah. up to Qualcomm's customers to say, oh, that's absolutely something that we want to use. We'll pay right. you the licensing and put all the chips and stuff in these phones. There's that gap. And Mm -hmm. and I feel like iPhone owners appreciate that there's this safety feature on their phone. I bet you Android owners would have appreciated that, even if it wasn't like a a primary motivating purchasing decision for what phone they buy. It was getting the manufacturers interested in putting this stuff in. And I mean, the the big problem is... And this is a predictable problem, but it's only available in the $1,000 phones. You know, like yeah. with the with the iPhone, does the iPhone 15 not Pro have satellite this year? I don't yeah. remember. I think it's just the Pro. Um, I thought it was just the Pro, but someone will correct us. This is probably. the internet. This is how the internet works. Um, <laughs> but like, and so like, and it was only going to be the Snapdragon 8 Gen 2 phones that were going to be uh, supporting this. And like, what's the what's the least expensive one you could think of? The OnePlus 11? For like seven hundred bucks, something like that. I mean, and and that didn't even have the radios because that came out like before it was ready. So I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, so like the big problem is, and again, the predictable problem is like only really expensive phones are going to have it. And so, you know, sure, people will be safer, but it'll only be people with the really good phones. Which I mean, hey, I can live yeah. with that. But, <laughs> um. Uh, and so, like that was the first problem, and but the second problem is it's like it's it's like having a security system in your house. You don't want it until you need it, and then you yeah. really, really, really want it. And so it's it's hard to communicate that that message to consumers. Like this is worth paying for, even if you don't think it's worth paying for. And like, yeah. and Qualcomm satellite wasn't even the only one. Uh, Motorola had the um, yep. I remember the, other, the Moto the demo. Thing? That one was really cool. Yeah. Did I tell you a funny story about that? Can I tell you a funny story about that? You absolutely. This is the right place for funny stories. <laughs> when Motorola launched that, 
Um, mm-hmm. I it was June. I think it was somewhere in June, and I and it, if I remember correctly, it's Motorola licensing or something like that. I don't think it's Motorola proper, but anyway. I swear to God, I remember going to a briefing for that product in like April, like a pre-brief. And I remember they were talking about how they were going to use like Garmin stuff with it. And they were going to do this and it was going to be this size and it was going to have a little carabiner on the end. I remember that. But when I went, when it got launched and I'm like, oh, I have notes on that. I went and looked. I could not (laughs) find notes anywhere i checked google drive i checked notepad i checked stuff on my desktop i i totally berenstain bared that entire briefing because i don't <laughs> think i actually went but i remember going to the briefing it was wow. crazy it was crazy and it's the only time it's ever happened in my career that's like, a head trip because i take notes for every briefing that i go to and he, sometimes those briefing those briefing notes are like this is dumb and that's it but <laughs> Like, I swear to God, it was so trippy. Like, I remembered everything about it, and I knew I I couldn't find the notes anywhere. So I don't think I went. I couldn't find emails for it. I couldn't find a calendar (laughs) invite for it. Like, I looked for this thing actively for hours, and I could not find any evidence that I had gone. Wow. It just... Like, we went through a little bubble of an interdimensional time warp that removed you from the continuity of going to a Motorola event. The specificity of that. That, that, that to me, is the delightful aspect of the science fiction fantasy that we're creating here right now. Is that if it cut you out of anything... The Motorola event is what it got you out of. And it wasn't even an event. It was a briefing. I mean, it was like, you know, the one of the most boring things that we do in this job. Right. Uh, but it was just like, I totally remembered everything about it. And I, yeah, it was just the weirdest well, thing. I think that's a really good one because that's one that I kind of overlooked too. Was I? I mean, I heard the announcement on Qualcomm shutting theirs down. I remember. I, I mean, I didn't go, but I remember hearing <laughs> about the Motorola event. There was some chatter about satellite again coming from MediaTek this yeah. year, and it's it's a tech that to, 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 exactly to your point. It's a tech that you'll really want when you need it, but you won't have because we're not really deploying it. Right, and and the thing I liked about Qualcomm's implementation was it wasn't necessarily just for emergencies. You could text anybody you wanted for any reason yeah. you wanted, and so it was like it was legitimately a feature that you honestly probably wouldn't use that often. But man, when you mm-hmm. want to use it, it would be right there, and you could just you know, I, I think you could even send like small images. So I mean, like you could take a picture of like you know, the bottom of the Grand Canyon and send it to your Aunt yeah. Esther if you want to. And it was just one of those things that was, it would, it would, it was, it would have been so cool, but it just never saw it the didn't. light of day, unfortunately. So I, I bet you that's one that has legs. There was so much development and so much uh, infrastructure and the costs that go into the R&D for stuff like this. If it sits in a warehouse for a little while, it's not like satellites are going anywhere. Right. Um, if they right. try again in like another two years, like all it needs are a few more of those key advertising pushes from Apple. And then a Samsung will get real nervous the next right. time iPhones steal more of their market share. Oh, mm-hmm. we, I know we'll copy Apple and we'll put right. in satellite and then we'll yeah. get 
a cool feature out of it, something like that. In in WWDC 2025, Apple will announce that they're rolling out satellite <laughs> connectivity for like all iPhones for all the time. Right. And then like and then Samsung's yeah gonna freak out and be like, you know, Qualcomm, get on that. <laughs> and how, we're gonna how be much like, do you want to bet? We get like yet another rumor post from like BGR. Apple is going to circumvent the carriers and go all satellite. <laughs> Do you remember when the big rumor was like Apple was going to roll out its own MVNO or its own phone service, and then five years later, nothing had happened? I bet you that's a good solid rumor that we could start right now. We could, we could, we could. You heard it here. You heard it. Fo- yeah. I'm. It's late. What Adam You heard said. it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh so uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with something that I know is not very popular, but I feel was tremendously underrated, okay. even though it came late, and even though it maybe doesn't always make the best uh, economic or financial sense. Okay. I feel one of the most underrated products uh, actually launched and shipped in 2023 was the Razer handheld. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. So, so my little Razer edge, um, this is actually the Razer edge 5g. I never used the 5g. It's right. A Wi-Fi little gaming mini tablet thing. Yeah. And I, I've watched so many people kind of blink and shrug and sort of overlook what I actually think is a really good mini tablet media Oh, I don't doubt portable it. Portable experience. Yeah. And uh, for anyone who's looking at, like, one of those companion devices, for anyone who's, like, you know, sort of a, 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 a gamer but looking for a more well-rounded device than just a sort of, like, Nintendo Switch-style <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm glad you held those up. Because okay. often... One of the arguments against something like the Razer Edge is that it's it's just an Android tablet, and you can mm. do real the PC things on those other devices. Like I've got my Steam Deck within okay. arm's reach here too. Uh, shout out go. to Andrew because he sent me this really nice case and a dock for it because he's mm. he's a bro. Um, nice, but <laughs> but but as much as I love my Steam Deck. There were things on this Razer Edge that played better. The The Razer Edge had a nicer screen. Um, also, it's kind of become my daughter's. So okay. she loves games like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She can get to an end screen. In a, she can't kill a Reaper. I mean, I've been saying this for a while. She still can't kill a Reaper, but she can hmm. close out a 30-minute run on Vampire Survivors. Okay. And... She My brother can't. just told me about that game, so I I want to get I want to get. Have you not get played Vampire Survivors? I have not. I've I've been avoiding it somehow, oh. but yeah, I've, I'm told I need to try. <laughs> so I, I might need to pull up my account on Steam. I think I'm 200 hours into oh vampire my. survivors <laughs> dang <laughs> in in little 30 minute chunks, man. Yep. I just keep coming back to it. it's like such a good chill flow Zen whatever. You're just running around and dodging bad guys. And some of the more recent updates are really fun. But yeah. for my daughter, she can't really hold um, my Steam Deck. It's it's just too big and chunky and cumbersome and heavy. And heavy. She's and, eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she would be perfect for a Nintendo Switch, but I'm also real cheap. And that I like to buy cheap games and old games, and I'm a patient sure. gamer. 
Sure. Um, but yeah, picking up the razor edge, it's like exactly nice. her size. And so I was gonna, that, that I've, to I've me was, the, I've got the backbone, um, which is basically kind of the same thing. I use it with my iPhone, um, for sure. like, you know, Genshin impact. And, um, uh, what was the game? It was like ridiculously smooth. Uh, they, man, I never got it, but it was like, uh, it was like, it was, uh, Undead, Killing Undead. Apple showed it off during the demo. Um, I don't remember. It, it was Resident like a AAA Evil? title. Yeah, it was like a Res- Resident Evil Village. That's what it was. Oh, RE Village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you can you can bop through that super. You know, and the the yeah. iPhone is a very powerful little little guy these a days. Too so. powerful. It like starts to throttle itself like <laughs> almost, ten minutes in because it's just almost so hot. But so that's yeah. another good point that I'm glad you brought up is that while this is probably a year behind what they originally wanted to release, so mm-hmm. the chip in here is roughly as powerful as a Snapdragon 888, 888 plus. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not a screamer in an era of HN2s, but this has active cooling. So okay. your sustained performance is going to be is much significantly better. better than like an eight Gen One. Yeah, and so when you look at like a three hundred and ninety nine dollar tablet that includes the the controller, the controller. Yeah. attachment, I can't find many solutions that dramatically outperform it. Like you can find some great deals on Steam Decks right now. Now that the OLED is out and people right. are selling off their LCDs. But at the time that this launched, there wasn't anything that had active cooling, had a really nice OLED display, had great battery life. The performance per watt was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And when you couldn't play AAA games natively, it looked like a really good solution for game streaming also. Like, you don't want to give your phone to a kid to stream on Xbox or NVIDIA or... A Steam Link or something like that, right. you could have a little dedicated portal. So I can run the game off my PC at home, play it from this, and I don't have to worry about tying up anything else. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like there was a lot of flexibility in here. There was a lot of opportunity yeah. in here. And now we look at a PlayStation Portal, and it's half the price, but it's also way less functional than yeah, I, a yeah. dedicated gaming Android mini tablet. Yeah, or a dedicated Windows tablet, which, by the way, Windows is. <laughs> oh, 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 Windows is. Adorable. Hold that thought. I okay. have I have a number two for. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> for underrated and and products, but I, but now I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it back. So we'll do our three. What would okay. what would be your your second most mostest underratedest of the year? I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll tell you my favorite product, and it's actually a category of products. That sure. nobody gives a crap about. Um, MagSafe cases for Android. <laughs> okay. Um, right. That's fair. Pixel 8 Pro. <laughs> MagSafe. Uh, Pixel Fold. MagSafe. Um, nice. That's just what I have like in, in, in reach. But this has been but growing in popularity. And I has. think that what you're saying is that the cases are only slightly ahead of the curve for Chi 2 anyway. Right. right, exactly. And like when Chi 2 comes out, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. I am so excited. I am such a MagSafe whore. Uh, like, <laughs> does it have MagSafe? 
cool. I mean, like, I wouldn't even buy a hamburger if I can't attach an iPhone to it. I mean, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, just just MagSafe all the things, and like, you know, you can get adapter rings. Do I have any that I can yeah. find? Yeah, like the the Spigen adapter sure. ring, or is this Spigen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Spigen uh, adapter rings. And like I put every, I put all the stuff on that, except for the OnePlus Open because it doesn't have wireless charging, and I refuse to put an adapter ring on a phone that doesn't have wireless charging because it's stupid. But anyway, accurate. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, I am I am delighted to see that MagSafe cases are starting to come out. Like, but last year it was like the Samsung Galaxy S twenty two, and that was it. That's the end of your list. Um, but like this year I found it, you know, for the pixel, I found it for the pixel fold, uh, just looking, uh, like all the Samsungs had them. I mean, it's just, uh, and like, I'll buy it. I, if I'm testing a phone and it is a MagSafe case, it is in my pocket. I mean, like that's, that's just how it works (laughs) because, you know, and it's like what, um, Michael Fisher has been talking about this for a long time. But, sure. he, you know, um, when you have wireless charging and you get a phone that doesn't have wireless charging, it like breaks your entire ecosystem because you have this thing. Yeah. You have all these devices everywhere. Like I've got three wireless chargers on my desk. Um, and like you just wow. want to set you just want to set down your phone and let it charge. And you just can't. And like take that a step further. Like I've got a MagSafe mount in my car. I've got a MagSafe mm-hmm. mount next to my bed. I've got a MagSafe mount on my desk. You know, I've got MagSafe everywhere. And, like, I just want to use it. And if I can't, it makes me sad. So I'm the exact opposite. Okay. I have You're wrong, but that's fine. Of... No, see, this is this is what <laughs> no, I love I'm, I'm having the exchange. I'm messing and... with you. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I, 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 you're probably not wrong, because especially here in North America, <laughs> we have OnePlus and Motorola that offer real fast charging mm, as opposed yeah. to every other region on the planet where like a 120 watt charger is NBD in the box, on $200 <laughs> phones. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've got a Xiaomi fast charger, a Vivo fast charger, a ZTE fast charger. I've got mm-hmm. my 45 watt steam deck charger. And then I've got two different one plus the warp, the warp original, and then the warp 80 watt. And so I never want a wireless pad because the phones that can actually take advantage of this stuff are topped off Very in true. 10 minutes. Very true. And so I don't Very want true. something that I have to set it down. I can't interact with it. Every time I pick it up, it stops charging. I'm going to put it back down again as opposed to, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Let me plug my phone in. And by the time I'm done going to the bathroom, the phone is basically charged. Well, you see, that's what these are for. That's what you use these for is you can pick up the but, phone and st- I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, that's, that's a so very much more. It's such a, it's a weak sauce <laughs> argument. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie <laughs> the to you. Coil is so much more garbage when it's dead, and opposed I, to a cute little like USB true. cable that should last a lot longer. And I so will say, I, I'm with you though. Here in yeah. the United States, we kind of need it because mm. our major phone players top out at like 30 watt charging. <laughs> if we're lucky, and that takes and forever. That's only, and that's only if you drop an extra 60 bucks to buy the 30 watt charger. Um, yeah, <sighs> I, so I can tell you your feelings the, if, on if, that. If you're gonna if you're gonna drop <laughs> the extra cash, you could look at just something that sort of perpetually trickle charges, and I and I totally mm-hmm. understand why that has made sense to so many people for their personal gadget ecosystems. But 
I'm the nerd who splurged on the OnePlus charger in my car. Okay. So my <laughs> OnePlus phones and even my Motorola charges faster on that too. Yeah. I, you don't drive around with them plugged in. You only you, plug them in for 10 when minutes. you need to. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, so yeah, and... I, I, I feel like that's always going to be the schism, especially here in North America, is like the, the much, much smaller brands, the tiniest third and fifth place brands in North America offer a real version of fast charging. But as right. long as Apple and Samsung keep playing this game of 30 watt, then we need coils everywhere. See, the counter argument to the fast charging is, and, you know, used directly on the uh, uh, the OnePlus Open in particular was, if sure. your customers are dropping $1,500 on a phone, maybe you should let them decide how they want to charge it. Well, they you know, they, I mean, they can, they, they can buy a phone with wireless charging. That's well, OnePlus's, we're, we're selling a phone that is the cheapest folding phone by MSRP. It's got the right. most storage. It's got right. the best cameras. It's got the right. brightest screen. And you right. demand the OnePlus label costs less. So something had to go. <laughs> so you what, got the real dollar fast 50, charging. The dollar fifty wireless charging coil? Come on. Per hundreds of thousands <laughs> of units at a phone that's already selling under, significantly under every other I don't player buy in it. the foldable space. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. It's I mean, just, it's, it's $200 less than a Pixel Fold. So if you want a wireless a layup, charge... Bro. <laughs> then you can you can wireless charge on a Pixel Fold, and you could MagSafe it. <laughs> then you can, you totally can. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, I'm, and... I'm good with my Pixel Fold being completely charged in ten minutes whenever right. I need it, and I never have to run it hot, and I never have to cook the battery. I'm just yeah. plug in, and it's ready to go. No, I get that. No and... more battery FOMO. When I am using a OnePlus phone, I intentionally do not charge it overnight. I intentionally oh, no. yeah. leave it until it's down to 20%. I will plug it totally It totally changes your relationship oh, with, it does. with the phone. Completely. And it's remarkable. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of fun to do that. But at the same time, I have a MagSafe mount in my car, so I want to use it. <laughs> so, I get it. Yeah. I get yeah. it. No, I, I, I get I it. Mean, I have bought into an ecosystem of accessories that is just different than mm-hmm. the ecosystem of accessories that you have you have uh, sort of run into. So right, exactly. I understand having the platform you like at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right, sure. So, so, so my number two. Okay. Um, and we we said you you brought up Windows. You already kind of spoiled it for me for a, a little bit. Sorry. My number mm-hmm. two most underrated of of 2023 is windows on arm Hmm. the entire platform of what microsoft is doing with windows making it as much like x86 flavored windows as they can so much less of the artificial schisms and with with any other stupid gimped windows that we've had in the past like windows rt or someone remind me i forget what the name of that older windows reduced or windows light whatever it was you get a cheap laptop and it could only run microsoft apps and then you would have to like pay to unlock legacy x86 software wasn't that wasn't that just whatever windows rt wasn't no no that was windows rt RT was the was on arm chipsets but there was a lower power version of windows yeah i think it was in the windows 10 era um, i don't remember that where it was only designed to run 
Windows apps. It might have been something like Windows S. Oh, Michael Corcoran. I think, yeah. Yeah, might have been something yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Windows S. I think that's exactly what it was. So, so or it was Windows followed by a letter. And I don't remember if it was S right. or something. Yeah, or yeah Windows exactly 10S or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly And, and it. rightfully, we should not be able to remember it because that was hot garbage. <clears throat> that was right. a terrible idea. And anyone who right. got one of those machines, I almost guarantee you, immediately unlocked the machine to use legacy software and regular programs. Mm-hmm. Windows on ARM has been incredible. And really, the major problem we've had with Windows on ARM is not the software, but it's the performance per dollar of mm. the machines running the software. Okay. So if you get yourself a Surface Pro 9 SQ3 with that Qualcomm chipset in there, Mm-hmm. It's maybe as powerful as a two-generation-old Core i3, but it mm. costs just as much as a Core i7. Right. So who would buy that? But when right. you really use it, Windows on ARM was incredible. And it had all of the support for things like the Android subsystem, so you could mm-hmm. install Android apps on it. It yeah. had full Linux support. And there's a lot of Linux activity, especially with ARM64. Like, there was a lot you could do with ARM, uh, with the Linux software on ARM. Like, those platforms have been amazing. Yeah. And I really don't want to go back to Android tablets because I could have Windows, Android, and Linux on a All machine that has. Yeah. 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 So, I, I really feel like if next year we can get some computers that perform a little better and aren't stupid expensive, then we might finally get to see some progress for Windows on ARM. With that guy. That's that's the guy. That guy. I'm I'm real anxious about what Qualcomm has been showing off. It looks yeah. too good to be true. It really does. <laughs> it really does. And and so like I haven't had a lot of experience with Windows on ARM. And you know, mm-hmm. it was for it was for that reason that while I was at Snapdragon Summit, I was hanging around a lot with Daniel Rubino and Rich Woods yeah. and uh Those Sean are the guys Riley. who would know. Yeah, and sure. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna stand next to you so you can explain to me what they just said, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so like that was that was my whole strategy. But like, yeah, just based on what they were saying, it's gonna be a remarkable. It, it could potentially be a remarkable transition, similar to what we saw when when Apple went Apple went ARM. Yeah. Now the difference is, and this is what makes me really nervous, is when Apple mm-hmm. went to ARM. Apple was the whole show. Like they didn't have no. they they had like about six months where they had like an Apple or an M1 and an Intel MacBook that you could mm-hmm. buy. But once they once they switched over that was it that like this this is the story right now with windows that is not the case you're still going to have intel pcs you're still going to have amd uh processors you're still going to have like you know what what else am i even forgetting i'm not i'm not a computing guy sorry um but like you're you're going to have like all these different platforms that are not arm that are going to be like pushing their own stuff. Like, meanwhile, Windows on ARM is going to be like, yeah, but we're really good. And 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 Intel's going to be like, okay, go away, kid. You know, go sit at the kids' well, table. You know, that's, that's what, what I that's like what about, makes me nervous. That that's what I like about where Windows on ARM is. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got I've got a Robo Incala. Um, th- this got a, a big plug on my Monday podcast, so I'm not going to do a whole bunch of talking about it right now. <laughs> All right. Um, but it's a Surface clone. It's made by a team of people that used to work mm. at Xiaomi, so the hardware is gorgeous. OLED screen, Snapdragon 8 CX Gen 3, stylus support. You mm-hmm. can get the full, like, tablet and keyboard for, like, $800, which is right in line with buying a Galaxy Tab. It's a little yeah. bit more powerful than a Galaxy Tab, uh, last year's Galaxy Tab. Okay. So you're like, that's that's a good buy. But when you use the Windows side of it, there is very little Windows legacy software that will not run. So it's not okay. on the user anymore to like, I need to buy ARM apps now for my thing. It's not even as sort of, it's not even as segmented as like those early days of the M1, where it was a big hot news story when, you know, Adobe finally properly supported M1, right. Right. Apple Silicon. And now the performance got so much better. Really, the only thing you run into on this is a lot of video editing software doesn't recognize the Adreno GPU. So that's a what bump. About, uh, it, what about DaVinci? Don't you, aren't you a DaVinci user? I'm a hardcore DaVinci user, yeah. and DaVinci installs. It says it's all ready to go, and it can't see the Adreno. Oh, really? So okay. you well, can't cause... use it, and it, that's, that kills me. Because yeah. it would be terrible and slow, but I'd still want to do it. Well, because DaVinci specifically <laughs> showed up at Snapdragon Summit to say we're going to support say the X Elite. So, I am yeah. hoping that with X Elite support that we might see... See it trickle down to the other... Yeah, um, we might be able to see it yeah. come back. I doubt that I mean, DaVinci Resolve... Because well. it would be like running DaVinci Resolve on a Core i3. Yeah. It's really not an optimal performance delivery system for hardcore professional grade video editing software but right. it, there's so little like you want to use the full version of microsoft office it runs amazing on mm. this underpowered little 8cx3 you want to run affinity photo editing software you don't have to worry that it's technically not compatible with this flavor of windows it just installs like any other program I had right. to find, like, some, my mom had some quilting design <laughs> software okay. that I think they stopped maintenancing in the early aughts. So okay. this could be, like, a 15-year-old program was one of the only examples I could find of something that would not run because it couldn't find old Microsoft, like, binaries that it needed to, to install. Like, it couldn't find those. So when people and say, like, oh, but it can't run the x86 legacy software, you're like, yeah, the support well, for that is now on obscure stuff that very few people are going to well, run into issues yeah, using that kind of device. But, you know, it, it, um, the, the, uh, you, you always have to be aware of products that can't capture that quilting niche because honestly if you're not getting the quilters what are you even doing what are you even doing i mean that is such americana folklore storytelling it's our history in fabric i mean uh that yarn barn crowd man they're gonna they will they will f you up if you yeah if you i mean when they start lobbying like that you better look out that's what i'm saying yeah. Short story, incredibly long, and I didn't want to even bring up the Robo and Kala again. All I need to see is that little boost in horsepower so that mm-hmm. when you emulate an older program, It'll, it's not yeah. painful to use. And I think we're good. 
I, th- yeah. I think the transition is going to play out a little like Apple Silicon, but longer. Right. Because a lot of people will still opt for Intel and AMD. Right. But I think the, as people start picking these up, the battery life is going to win them over. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be fewer and fewer compromises that they need to manage. It'll yeah. just be, this program runs slower until the developer decides to update it. And and two key takeaways that I uh, that I got from Snapdragon was a um, you know X Elite PCs uh, battery life is going to be measured in days, not hours. So <laughs> they I always mean, say that. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> this time I think they actually believe it. Um, and then so, and okay, yeah. Because I want I want to piggyback on that. The um. The, the the two demo machines they delivered were an 80-watt system configuration and a 30-watt system yeah. configuration. Yep. And the 30-watt is the one that I think could be... If you can really make a laptop that delivers the benchmark scores that Qualcomm is showing off mm-hmm. and operates at a system level of 30 watts... You could deliver some of that, like, you could measure this in two or three days of active daily sort of uh, intermittent use. Yeah. By comparison, if you got a Lenovo Yoga today with a Core i7, its idle power draw is just under 20 watts. Doing nothing at minimum screen brightness, it's pulling 20 watts. Yeah. Yeah. The Qualcomm, if Qualcomm can do this, their maximum power draw for very similar synthetic benchmark performance Mm -hmm. would be 30 watts. Right, right, yeah. So The Lenovo comes with a 140-watt charger. The Intel chip, (laughs) when fully cranking, the entire system can draw 150 watts. So it will still lose power... You can't yeah. charge the battery if you're using it full bore. You have right. to get a different laptop charger. Right. It's right. insane. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, so, yeah, I think that I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Snapdragon's going to do. I was also really excited about Snapdragon satellite, so we'll see. Um, yeah. But, I'm with you, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. At the end of All the right, day, bring... like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. At the end of the day, <laughs> you were already bringing us home. That, that's oh. the phrase I was looking for right there at the end of the yeah. day. Uh, no, at the end of the day, um, like you said before, Qualcomm is just a chip maker. They need to get their customers to yeah. build things for their customers. So, yeah, that's that's Spot one of on. the inherent uh, that's one of the inherent uh, weaknesses of of of, of uh, a Qualcomm innovation like that is they yeah. need to sell it to the people that need to sell it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so tough. And I had the exact same conversation with some of the executives at MediaTek too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are telling us about this stuff and we're getting excited about it, but we're not your customers. Right. HP yeah. is your customer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever HP decides to do with this. Um, you wanna you wanna bring us home? Third most underrated of twenty twenty three. You got something? I'm, I I put you on the spot. You came up with two bangers so far. I wanna yeah, see what no, number I, three is. I had I had an idea. Oh, don't and I don't, and I don't remember. Good. I don't remember what it was because we started talking about <laughs> uh, Snapdragon. Um, but no, I think um, 
I th- underrated technology in 2023. And I'm like looking around at like all the stuff that I've like played with. There's so year. much and it's it was so easy to kind of lose sight of. It was a phone. No, LG V60. No. Best phone in 2023. There you go. No. Quad DAC, um, expandable storage. No, LG Wing dual all display. day, man. Um, <laughs> Fair. It was a phone. Do I still have my wing? Oh, oh, I remember. I remember. I remember. Oh. I still have my wing. Uh, <laughs> yes. Go on. Um, The Nothing Phone 2. Oh. Was, okay. was a... It got a lot of hype when it came out. Yeah, but I, I mean, and and yeah, like, but I don't think the reason. I hear the messaging the, on that is going to be amazing. It will not. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, that was dirty. I'm sorry. I didn't was. mean to step on that. But nothing. Try, phone try to keep the gloves up there, Juan. That's all. Um, <laughs> I can't keep your hands up. <laughs> uh, no, but no, like the software uh, specifically on the Nothing Phone Two is. Chef's kiss. It's remarkable mm-hmm. because, like, nothing has put a lot of thought into how you're going to be using the phone, and like, you know, the the monochromatic um, 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 skin that you can do, the mm-hmm. expanded folders, the different shapes of folders, the fact that you can give folders cover icons, and that those cover icons can be like any emoji that you want. Like, I don't know why, but that's so freaking nerdy, and I love it. I just, I love the <laughs> software on the Nothing Phone 2. Like, and I wish like Android would just like suck it all up and say, yes, thank you for building this. We're going to take this now. Um, because, yeah, I would just. Yeah, I, I, that that to me, I felt underrated just because, like, especially in the United States, you've got Apple and Samsung, then you've got, mm. you know, 50 yards of crap, then you've got Moto and OnePlus, and then, like, nothing is, like, yeah. and, you know, this is nothing's first, and I'm not saying that nothing is a bad phone, it is not, it is, it is very much not, but from a public perception, if you, if you tell someone you have an, a OnePlus phone, there's a very slim chance that they might have heard of it. But if you tell no. someone you have a nothing phone. Oh, I love it. So yeah. again, you know, I'm, I'm going to make this show about my mom. My mom's still on a OnePlus 6T. <laughs> okay. She, she's like finally gotten to the point this year Good where it's like, her. I think I'm going to flip it. But she kind of took it as a badge of honor that like, I'm going to run this phone till the wheels fall off. And it's hilarious. Like, I've actually her. seen it play out where... <laughs> She'll, like, reference her phone, and someone will say, like, oh, well, what kind of phone is that? And it's this insane game of who's on first. Oh, it's a OnePlus. And she won't, she won't clarify. She, she now knows what, what this dance is. Go, it's Mom. It's a OnePlus. <laughs> oh, is that, is that like, is that, is, that's not an iPhone. No, it's a OnePlus. Oh, is that like a Samsung? It's a OnePlus. <laughs> She'll just keep riding them until, like, oh, they lovely. finally, like, like it's so crazy. There is no market perception outside <laughs> of these pocket enthusiasts. You yeah. say Motorola, they're older people like us will have a foggy, like, oh, Moto, yeah. StarTax, yeah. yeah. They still make they phones. It's great. Yeah. But you hit someone with OnePlus, and it is a very limited audience of people that are going to be like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That phone. And, like, the Moto Razr Plus is, like, still one of my top five favorite phones of the year. Like, I just love the hell out of that phone. 
Um, mm-hmm. Probably more than I probably should. But but it was um, such yeah. a strong year. It's sad that it was, this was the year it was that people weren't buying year. as much. It was a so much better year. than last year. All of our Ugh. options were just fantastic. And I think this is the first year, like professionally speaking, this is the first year. I don't think there was a single flagship that I did not re- touch in some way. But I think right. I reviewed at 90% of them. Like, and it was, mm-hmm. it was like, I kind of get what all you people were doing all these years. Like, why, why, why you've had such a great job? Like, uh, yeah, but, um, but yeah, so like that was, that was the, the, the nothing phone twos software in particular was extremely attractive to me. And uh, like I said, I just wish Android would just suck it all up and, and, um, and and use that. So, um, I, I appreciate what Google is trying to do with material you and these big, almost L cars panel updates and things, but I'll pick up like an IQ and fun touch is kind of out of date. Like mm-hmm. it feels and looks not like a great version of Android 11 to me, mm. but then I should, I should clarify real quick. American flagships. There wasn't an American flagship that I did not touch <laughs> this year. So Xiaomi, <laughs> I did nothing. I did. See? I did make friends with honor this year which is good but i i yeah. i, I kind of spent a lot more of my year in import land than maybe mm. in years past and especially living out of the xiaomi 13 ultra just rocked my socks mm. for camera tech i'm um, jealous but, of the uh, of the 13 but ultra. i i feel like this also kind of goes hand in hand with what you're talking about on the nothing phone where i kind of liked going back to a more android 11 flavor of yeah. using the phone, the smaller yeah. icons, the smaller buttons. There's a little less happening with the OS, which kind of helps me just sort of focus more on the task. So yeah. the phone itself is a little less exciting, but what I'm doing on it seems more focused. Sure. I like tinkering with my brain. I I don't know if you remember when I did that sit-down interview with the psychologist um, for Pocket Now. Yeah. And we talked about, like, smartphone addiction and stuff. And yeah. I'm putting myself through this. I'm going to turn my phone black and white and turn off these notifications and try and make it as minimally invasive as I can. And I really liked walking away from that experience, kind of feeling like I had a different relationship with my phone. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've done I've done things like that, too. I ran the uh, the nothing uh, to uh, monochromatic skin for about a week. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I found my biggest concern with that was just the the glanceability of like finding yeah. the app that I want. It's like, so hard when the colors are gone. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, it's I so have, hard. I don't know where my garage door opener is now. What the hell, you know, like, <laughs> my security, my, my security cameras. How do I get to the, and what, what was the name of it? I'm riding my bike. <laughs> I don't have time to look at these icons. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, don't, don't text and drive your bike, by the way. Um, have you have you gotten to play with um, uh, uh, TCL the next papers? No, no TCL. I really want to give one of those this year, unfortunately, a shot. Yeah, but for what you're saying, because it's like the more muted. It's there's still color. Mm-hmm. It's not very pretty. It's not a very pop kind of color. But <laughs> right. But it's like if I could cross an LCD and an e-reader. Um, Maybe that could be my solution for just having a calmer communicator yeah. experience. I'm I'm really anxious. I'm, the, next year, I've got to try one because they've been out in other markets, and I really want to take one for a spin to see if yeah. like the screen tech is any better for my eyes. 
Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. And I'd, I'd be interested to see like um, folks like Nick, Nick Sutrick who have problems with the uh, with the PWM. Um, I'd like to see if maybe Big something time. like that might be uh, might be. Uh... <laughs> that I'm, poor guy. I, he reviews phones and they make him sick. Literally. Oh it, man, like that's tough. I I I have a hard time with audio gear for my own audio issues. Mm. I, all the commiseration in the world. Because I'm so grateful that I do not have this problem with phone displays dimming and making right. me feel nauseous. I'm good. I, right. I can tell you about my problems with earbuds and misophonia and all the other brain things that I have wrong with me. But, like, I can look at a phone screen and I'm fine. Right. So I, I, at the end of a day, I, I you're doing guy. okay. At yeah, the end of a day, you're sure. doing okay. But... So I, I want to wrap up mine. And I, yeah. I meant to pull this down off, off my shelf. But for my third underrated okay. of the year was something that I didn't even know existed until this year. Interesting. Um, this is a, a headphone brand called Cineaptic. Okay. But really it's the technology on these headphones that got me all kinds of lit up. So these are big giant Cyberman Holy cans. Good God. Yeah. Wow. They're huge. But inside you these need like a yellow are... flag hanging off the back of those oh, when you, you do. go down the highway. <laughs> like what I want is like like an inspector gadget flashing light that I can mount to the top and there you like go. Oh, really would, call attention. That would be to, amazing. I mean, look, they have shock absorbers for your skull. Yeah. So that the, the weight is distributed on your cranium. That's but incredible. the drivers on these are ribbon drivers. Really? So they're these big corrugated metal ribbons that go through the uh the the middle of the huh. ear cup. And it's the most articulate sound I think I've ever heard. Wow. Not necessarily the best sound, but if you like a, a more detailed or a more analytical headphone, mm-hmm. I did not know that this was a technology that could exist in headphones, except for people who would like DIY their own, like, they would take the <laughs> tweeters and like take ribbon tweeters and just kind of stick them on their ears. Mm-hmm. Um I am incredibly impressed. Now, wow. Steve De, uh, Steve DeRoche is asking, are these better than planar drivers? And they're not better. They're different. Okay. But when you can get ribbons... Okay, for... Ross. <laughs> but, but, um, but when you can get ribbons for like 200 bucks, and some of those really, really nice planar options can easily be double that, yeah. that's where I feel like this is one of those, like, I, I could not get people to pay attention to how different this was. Okay. You kind of get an idea of like, I've got good headphones and you're like, there's, there's, there's something specific. If you like something specific, there's, there's a better solution that you might not just be aware of. And Cineaptic completely rocked my socks this year. Nice. And, and it was a completely fresh, it was a totally novel experience for me listening to all these different types of headphones and earbuds. So, so this year, um, Forbes tasked me with coming up with a best earbuds list. And as Ooh, what did you re- put on? Oh boy! Um, so I'll just I'll just run down the list for you. It's actually in editing right now. Okay. Um, best overall, I had the um, the Technics Alphabet Soup EA four. These are so. Like so, here's the thing about these: they're not the best at anything. They're not the best sound. They're not the best. They're not the best um, um, active noise cancellation. But sure. they are like 98 percent of the best sound. 98 percent of the best ANC. 98 percent of the best software sure. experience. So, like, 
if you if you want like a just a good general like jack of all trades headphones, bada bing nice. right there. Well, um, and also that's a legit label, so I would hope that they took their true wireless earbuds seriously. Right, exactly, exactly. And like I had uh, two generations old set of these, and I lost nice. them on a roller coaster. And so like when the opportunity <laughs> came to test these, I'm like absolutely. Um, best overall, I had the Bose Quiet Comforts. Um, nice. Very cool. Best sound, uh, the Sony's, the XM. Very cool. Alphabet Soup 500, 5, uh, 100, XM, 105. XM5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did I, I, I don't have any of the others. I, I've got them in a box up there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I tested the uh, the Nothing uh, Ear 2s, which were, eh, okay, I'm not a fan of those, even though I know a lot of people are. <laughs> um, uh, Sony had the Link Buds that they sent over. Like, I, I tested 15 different sets of earbuds for this list, and I narrowed That's it down great. to, like, I narrowed it down to, like, eight. But, like, the Sonys, like, when you were talking with, like, the ribbons, and I'm sure the Sonys don't get the same kind of nuance that you get with those gigantic head monsters completely different solutions right like you but, would not directly compare those two audio solutions no but in like in my not audiophile world like the sony's gave mm-hmm. me like this nuance of sound that i don't think i'd ever heard before which was like it, it just felt like i was like hearing like just little subtle you know but sony's been amazing at that yeah. for a while and, yeah. and again, it's one of those, do they, I, I, like, I, after AirPods, I am always surprised to see, like, it's a battle between Bose and Sony. I was flying hmm. back from uh, New Mexico to visit some family recently, okay. and the aisle next to me, um, the, 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 the row next to me and the row behind me was a family of five, and... They all had XM4s, the the Canons, wow. Sony oh, wow. XM4s, okay. and it was it was hilarious walking off the plane and like they're all just in a line with their little Sony headphones. <laughs> but I mean, like that that's yeah. how yeah that that that's that's how sort of elevated the reputation is. Sony, I think, has kind of caught Bose in that consumer mindset. Apple, you see white earbuds all over the place. They're, they're sort of the most instantly recognizable when you're looking for what earbuds people are listening to. Right. I've been seeing so many Sonys lately and I think it is, I think it's a, a, it's an attention to detail. It's a type of consumer pleasing tuning Mm -hmm. and still matching the noise reduction capabilities that we always used to give Bose the most right. credit for. Yeah, Bose yeah. used to like walk away, walk away with that no question. And like these the quiet comforts are like you turn on you turn on noise cancellation and it's just like everything's oh. gone. You check for your pulse cuz you're not sure if you just died. I have entered uh, the void. <laughs> like, um but like uh, speaking of the uh speaking of the Apple's uh funny side note, uh my daughter um wanted a new set of earbuds because she doesn't she didn't have one and so like i brought down the box of earbuds that i have and i'm like well here these are good these are good these are good she picked up these tcls um from like three years ago that um she's like can i have these and we're like "Mm, sure if you want them they're they're not very good but but they look like airpods and that's why she wanted a little bit (laughs) and i'm just like what i got i want to say it was two years ago they had mm-hmm. a hundred dollar pair. TCL yeah. had a hundred dollar pair Those of wireless that were 
S one fifty surprisingly good. I think so. I can't remember yeah. what the again the alphabet soup alphabet in my soup, brain can't yeah. remember. Yeah. So that that puts me on the spot. Um, I think on my desk right now from earbuds this year, and not counting like where I'm plugging crazy things into a portable right. DAC or right. something like that. Yeah. No, you um, toss them in I your would, pocket and you go. <laughs> I would probably go. Best sport exer- experience was Bear Dynamic. Mm, okay. So this is my Bear Dynamic neckband. Ah, okay. And okay. this is a crazy great, um, lo- really, really long battery life, fast charging, and you can plug it in as a USB audio device. Oh, nice. So while it's charging, you can listen to music and take calls over a computer. Oh, wow. um, okay. I think for my best business solution i would go poly formerly plantronics the hps yep i was just yeah. pulling those out right there <laughs> so yeah so again like you were saying it's not really the best audio quality but it's the most flexible connector it's the most versatile yeah it hooks up to anything mm-hmm. um for gaming i would go where are they i'd go jbl's Okay. So this is the JBL Quantum, and they also have a little puck, but it's a low latency audio transmitter. Oh, cool. So okay. when you're gaming, you don't have Bluetooth audio; it's low latency audio. Yeah. Uh, I think my techiest pair. Uh, these might not have come out this year. No, they came out last year. Okay, never mind. But my OnePlus buds, I always hold up as like one of the great like multi pairing LHDC sure. support that like just a really good AirPods pro clone <laughs> yeah my uh, and then for oh go ahead sorry oh last one and then yeah. for audio quality i would go with the neuras oh okay so these these were one of the first that supported the snapdragon lossless super high res audio codec the newest okay. flavor of aptex adaptive um yeah. these things still rock my socks like when i want to sit and listen to music as the activity yeah not as the background noise that's where I turned to these guys. These have been phenomenal. I was so, just gonna. Um, you mentioned the uh, the workout earbuds. Uh, did you yeah. Did you get a chance to look at the Jabra um, X eights, uh, the eight Xs? No, I haven't played with those yet. These I really want to give mean, those like, a spin. Mill standard eight ten H, like not IPX, <laughs> not 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 IPX six, not IP six right. eight. Mill standard, military standard. Like, you can drop these in, like, acid for 10 <laughs> seconds and pull them out. They will still work. It's, a, it's That's astounding. That's like, I love Jabra. They're, 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 they're crazy. And, yeah. And it's, it's, I'm glad that we have them. Yeah. So uh, we should probably wrap this up because I know you sure. want to get to bed. But I did I promise people do. in the chat. Um, <laughs> holiday season. Yeah. What, what do you kick off the holiday season? What, what is your go-to starter Holiday movie. Oh, holiday movie. Oh, okay. Um, well, the movie... December I... is tomorrow. So yeah, no, it's no, actually right. December in like... Isn't it December in like 15 minutes for you? Yeah. Or is it December it, already? It is in 15 minutes. Um, okay. So, so starter uh, holiday movie. I don't really have a, a stock holiday movie. But this year, I, 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 I specifically messaged... My wife loves Hallmark movies. Like Hallmark Christmas movies. Okay. And Fair. so I sent. I told her. I said, "There's this movie that when it comes on, I don't want you to watch it unless I'm there. Like I want to watch this with you." And she's like, "Really? You Fair. never watch these things?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I want to watch this." And I let me see if I can find 
what it was real quick. Um, it's it's a, it's a Hallmark movie about a woman who is, gets sent back in time to like 1947 in this like old hotel and like meets this like you know huge star from back in back in the day and blah 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 and you know they fall in love and yada yada yada. But here's the reason I want to watch it. It is a Star Trek first contract, first contact reunion of Jonathan Frakes and Robert Picardo in the movie. No way. Yes. I got to look this up. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the movie. Um, is it Robert... a Biltmore Christmas? Yep, that's the one. That's the one. Yep. And it takes place in like Jonathan Frakes is like the uh the um like the head guy in the hotel and Robert Ricardo is like a movie studio exe- executive that wants a movie made. And so like just the fact that they're both in it I'm like I need to see this. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I, I just need to see it. So that's going to be the first I, Christmas movie I probably watch this year. I might need to add this <laughs> to my Christmas list this year. There you year. go. There you go. That's pretty incredible. I'm even trying to find like they don't even have any photos of Jonathan Frakes or Robert Picardo like on on IMDb. I saw one. I'm trying to see if I if saw anything... one. I think it was on like it might have been on Threads. Oh, I found one. Okay. Okay. So uh, there there is one of him looking at an hourglass, and it's a blurry shot yep. that looks with, terrible. With, and with, is the, with the woman the, there is is there yes. if, if I know that shot? Yes. All right. Yeah. You, you you sold me. Uh, this right. will not be the first movie I watch to kick off my holiday movie <laughs> watching season, but it's going to be on the list. And uh, we'll, we'll have to have you back on, and we'll talk about a Biltmore Christmas. Damn Instead right. Instead of doing a tech podcast, we'll we'll turn this into a movie review podcast. So I'm gonna, I actually yeah. just got a message from Marie. She's saying tomorrow we've got to kick off Christmas with Die Hard. So well, I know I married well. So that's the movie that I watch on Christmas. Like, that's my go-to movie for watching on Christmas. But, um, and, you know, and if I, if, I have a, uh, if I have a hankering to see what's-his-name's ass, then I'll watch Die Hard 2. Um, oh, yeah. What's that guy's name? You know, He's Die in Hard 2, it's, it's okay if I don't get to it till New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, don't, totally. I don't have any totally. burning desire. So... For us, we 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 try to watch Scrooged on Christmas. Okay, all right. That's so a good after one. after well, actually no, I, technically it's Christmas Eve. Okay, when Lex is in bed, and we're waiting for Santa. While we're waiting for Santa, we watch Scrooged, and that's nice. sort of our our big thing. Um, the Did the uh, the other one, I'm debating whether or not we're going to try like a, a Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Uh, like the lamp, not the rat. Really like gonna... the rat, like the rat. <laughs> I don't know if Lex is going to dig it. I, it's, really? It's, oh, no, that's a good I, one. I, she's so hit or miss with some of those, so we'll, we'll have to see. Um, what but about, yeah, we, what we, about Spirited? Did you uh, pick that one up last year with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will no. Ferrell? That's a decent one. If you have Apple was it, TV+. Was, Plus. Was, that the, was that the musical? Yeah, it was the musical. Okay, so my brother really liked it. He said, this is ridiculous. It's way more singing than you think they should ever do. Right, and absolutely. Like, okay. Absolutely. Then maybe I'll give that a try. Yeah, um, no, but that's we're a good also one. gonna have to go through like Elf. My my daughter loves Elf. Sure. Um and then uh what uh I'm I'm spacing, I'm missing one of them. There there are like five films that we absolutely need to watch every year and now I can't remember what the other ones are. Okay. But yeah. 
We're we're gonna we're gonna kick off tomorrow with Die Hard. Yeah, see, I'm more about the uh, I'm more about the metal Christmas music, like the uh, Mister like the Mister Grinch from uh, David from Gary Hoey, and also Ooh, nice. also Mister Grinch from um, the small town small town people small town guy. They came out a couple of years ago. It went viral. Uh, small town I don't think I know heroes. That. It's uh, it's 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 a very intense version of "You Are Rotten, Mr. Grinch." Uh, um, Two thousand like nineteen, I think it was. Okay, that that I need to look up because uh, my daughter's eight and she has very sophisticated musical tastes. Okay. Um, right now, one of her favorite uh, holiday songs is "Christmas Time." Don't let. Oh, whoops! I don't want to play it. <laughs> Copyright Did, strike. I mean, this, yeah, our channel just got nuked. <laughs> Um, Christmas time, don't let the bells end by the darkness. Oh my. Okay. It is um, so good. You'll like, you'll like this one. It's so good. You'll like this one. Check out Discord. I just sent you a link. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll hit this up. I'll I'll, I'll send you a link to Christmas time also. Um, hard, just like wailing guitar rock, the falsetto of, I don't even know the name of the lead singer in the darkness. That's terrible. Um, but like, this is metal Christmas, classic hard rock Christmas, and it is phenomenal. And it is so Christmassy. It's Mm -hmm. not like the Weezer Christmas album where it's kind of just Weezer, you know, like they're, they're, (laughs) they're doing like Christmas Christmas every now and then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like the darkness is like tapping into a Christmas spirit that I didn't know you could do in hard rock. It's not justin hawks all right okay so um uh adam thank you so much for 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 saving my bacon here and jumping in and hanging out and and chatting and stuff i'll finally let you get to bed um before i let you go of course the the podcast patter at the end of a show right uh, where can people find you and what should they be looking out for what what do you have coming down the pipe that you want people to check out uh, okay, so where can you find me? Uh, Benefit of the Doubt is my is my pod. Well, it was a podcast. We kind of pivoted towards YouTube, um, and and it's me and Cliff, Cliff Thomas, um, and uh, we actually just recorded an episode earlier tonight. So like, I was I was in the podcast spirit when you uh, when you came on. So yeah, uh, youtubecom slash Benefit of a Doubt. Uh, that's where you can find our YouTube stuff. Um, and then me, I'm Dead Technology on all the platforms except X because screw that place. Um, yep. But no, like Threads, Instagram, uh, those are like my big two. I do a TikTok every now and then. I just did my first one person playing two parts TikTok. You know hey, those? Hey, look at you getting clever. And it was about Apple Apple adopting RCS. It was uh, it was like it was a good one. I liked lovely. Um, I love. I'll check that out. I will yeah. make an effort to go seek that out. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. For um, so yeah, sure. dead technology on all the things and uh, benefit of a doubt podcast. As for what's coming down the pipe, um, what I was supposed to be working on tonight, but I podcasted with you instead, was um, ah, I win a, a review of the uh, Atari twenty six hundred plus. <gasps> Oh yeah, the, you remember this episode of The Simpsons where all the kids like gasp and all their hats get sucked up yes. into the, like the air conditioning vent? That just happened, but in my brain. So right. I am very anxious to see your thoughts on that Atari because I am old. Right, right. Oh, and that it is one hundred percent a nostalgia play. I mean, like one hundred percent. There's for me. 
Yeah, no, there's very little <laughs> redeeming value in any of these games, except except for the original incarnation of Donkey Kong, which, Fair. by the way, which works. Um, but it's great because it works with all the old cartridges too. And so, like nice. my mom, my mom brought over our box of Atari cartridges for Thanksgiving, and like Hot. we were just like plug it in, didn't work. <laughs> plug it in, there plug it, it goes. In. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I love um, it. Very, uh, oh, very cool. Um, I think that might be leaning a little bit too heavy on the nostalgia, but anyway, um, let's see. The earbuds piece is going to come out so- soon. Um, nice. I'm working on a piece with the Apollo wearable. Um, with, hey, uh, I just wrapped up a, a spot with them. I'm I, I, I'm curious to see some other people's thoughts because I've got my Apollo. Okay. Right here, I, 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 it, it died today. I've got to recharge it tonight, and then I'm gonna wear it again tomorrow. With that micro USB port, ouch! Oh, I hate that. <laughs> it's it's but. like such a blemish in this day and age for what is. I I don't know if you remember, but Jaime made fun of me like crazy when I want to say it was 2017. <laughs> we were at CES and we caught the Lofelt stand. Okay. And they made the the baselet. Do you do you remember oh, this at all? Was yeah. this on your radar? That was the thing where it would like it would like vibrate to the baseline, right? And yeah, then like made it was you just feel a, the base. It was a wearable okay. subwoofer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I thought it was rad. And he was like, "This is the dumbest thing that has ever been invented, and is such <laughs> it a waste." Sounds like I made. <laughs> but this is the same company doing the haptics. Okay. So the haptics that are in the Apollo, like. I want to try and find a way to see if I can like, like bring back the baselet, like disassemble the <laughs> Apollo, and like, can I turn this back into some speaker assembly or something? Wow, the baselet was so cool. So anyway, That's I, I'll shut up. I, I, you know, people check out Adam's commentary yeah. on this too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, checking out what the Apollo wearable can and- do. And for those of you who think that Juan and I have really amazing jobs, we do, but I will point out that occasionally it requires us <laughs> to wear not one, not two, not but two. three wearables at the same damn time. The same time. <laughs> and each one of really these cool. Each one of these has an editorial purpose. Yeah. So like I don't normally wear three. I don't want to wear three, but I'm wearing three, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and um, and I couldn't yeah. I couldn't get a strap to fit to make it look like I was on house arrest because they say like you could also wear it around your ankle. Yeah, and like I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I, my neighbors already think I'm weird, so <laughs> I'm not gonna advertise. Yeah, so it's pretty um, rough. <laughs> and then the other thing that I'm working on, uh, which actually had some surprising results, is I'm doing a battery life comparison test between the Samsung. Watch six, the Pixel Watch two, and the Apple Watch Series nine. So, Beautiful. Um, so yeah, they think that will be that should be coming out like next week. As will the Apollo thing, I think. As will the Atari. All the things. It's are that time coming. of year, man. Yeah, we're we're all cleaning out our our list of of projects. So yep. uh, of course, um, for everybody who's watching this, if you're catching the audio on the replay crew, please also check out TK Bay's channel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have some some cool stuff coming up. I think out over the weekend after he gets a little more rest. Dude, the dude was whooped coming back from this last trip. He just needed he needed all the downtime. 
Um, I am going to be putting out a retrospect on a five-year-old premium Android phone Ooh. to seeing how it might be competitive against modern modern-day phones. Okay. And then uh, I, I've shot it, and I'll be editing it. But for pe- folks on the Patreon, I, I finally have the uh, the camera deep dive ready to go for the Pixel Fold. Ah, okay. Which the title on this is uh, Pixel Fold Camera Deep Dive, the Pixel Camera That Lies to You. Oh, my. Okay. The Pixel Fold Spicy. is a liar. Spicy. That's how you get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you 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 do uh it's not clickbait there is something i'm legitimately going to point to okay that might be somewhat marketingly disingenuous but it's the drama you see that okay, will Nilay encourage Patel. people i i see you <laughs> <laughs> well that's the note to go out on adam thank you so yeah. much for dropping by i really appreciate it. And, and it was just Thanks really nice getting me. getting to catch up getting to chat we should really do this more often yeah, I'm I'm down anytime, anytime you want. I'm 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 all good. So and now right I got to go listen to the Android Faithful episode because I'm curious to see what they thought was the underrated stuff because I haven't listened to that one yet. No, see, that's why I wanted to do this on the show because like they they didn't do my idea. Oh, they didn't. Oh, so we we, okay. we we got to do the thing that oh, I yay. pitched that they were like, nah, we got a show, and I was like, okay, that's fine. Well, that I'll recycle I'm not that idea. To a yeah, I'm that's what like, I'm saying. I'm gonna be like Elon Musk with advertisers. Yeah. Just take that, you know. Ron Richards and Tashaka Armstrong, two of my favorite people on the planet. Right. So there. Up yeah. your nose. Yeah. For sure. And yeah, man. G- G-F-Y. Wait, right? Yeah, G-F-Y. <laughs> oh, is, is it, we're, we're turning Elon's thing into it. Okay. We're yeah, ab- yeah, yeah. abbreaving, acronyming it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we're... we're I'm going to go ahead and push end stream now. Everybody, thanks so much for tuning in, for watching. You probably should have pushed it like 30 seconds ago. Doing all that fun stuff. (laughs) And uh, we'll we'll catch you back here next week, probably with a more traditional episode of Best of Our Week. But I hope everybody has an amazing time with their tech. I'll catch you back here for another go. Be safe. Take care. Peace. I can't find my camera. Peace. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh.